And obligatory podcast is back with. <laughs> sounds so corny and it's so forced. It sounds so forced. Oh, hey, all you got to watch. I'll show you. This is how do professionals it. do it. Hey guys, we're back. This is the obligatory podcast with Kermit and Mike. I'm Mike Hurley. I'm Kermit. See how hard was that? So man? smooth. I know. I've been working on it. So awkward. Well, I got a forty-minute drive over every week, and all I do is just talk in the car, like the obligatory, the obligatory, the obligatory, the obligatory. I gotta, I gotta work on that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, because you don't do enough, you know, for this show. Like you don't, you're not up nights because people are writing in that the volume's not working for them. Losing sleep trying to make sure this thing looks presentable. I guess you know if that's the worst comment we're getting right now like the volume's not high enough but i'm, I'm gonna i'm afraid now if we put the volume high enough for, for them to be able to hear us all the other negative comments are gonna come in <laughs> all the negative comments yeah shows anyways so how you been man enough for us how you been how was your week good busy yeah what'd you do you had, had a, some stuff I had a busy uh week slash weekend yeah, man, you were out there. You had, what was it, uh, last Wednesday, uh, I think last time I talked to you, you were going to, uh, you had a roast battle you <laughs> were getting ready a, for. I had a roast battle. How'd that work out? Didn't work out well. No? No. No? No. No? I got the ooh instead of the ha 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 ha. Oh, no, man. Yeah. Oh. So. Was the other guy that much better than you? No, I refuse to accept that. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened? No, like, he, he won fair and square. He did, did he have the audience on his side? He had an audience on his side. Yeah. He had good jokes. Mm-hmm. Boom. He hit me with three short jokes in a row, yep. and everyone ate it up and loved it. Not short jokes as in the jokes were short. No, like, yeah. All, every joke was about you being short. Being short. Man. And he just... It's kind of a one-trick pony move. One-trick pony? Hey, it worked. I'm not taking anything away it. from him. And I heard that you actually hit back I your went final too joke. Deep. I went too deep. Did you win that one, though? I think I won two. All three of them is just... They're just not... They're just mean. Like one of the... Which... Who wants a nice roast? <laughs> They did. They did? They yeah. want, like, I don't even think the audience realized they were in a roast. No, they just, they're like, why is this guy being oh, so Oh, man. It's, as yeah. much as I... Like, I heard a judge actually told you that you went too far and made it too personal. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was the exact words. I don't get that. It's all right. I don't get that. Well, it's all right. But anyways, I mean, but then life got better because the next day you were uh, opening I up... I hosted at the Orlando Improv. And you were opening up for... Joselito. A, a puppet. A puppet. A puppet. How'd that work out? Son of a bitch is funny. Is he? Yep. Is I he? can't take it. I, I wanted to hate him so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to hate it so bad. And I had a good time, man. Mm-hmm. It was actually a really good show. Yeah? Yeah, man. Good, man. And, How many uh, people showed up? 225. Wow, that's a, that that makes that room. That's like almost everything but the back high tops in that room, I yeah. believe. You know, yeah. it, was, it was third tier. Well, well yeah, third, third tier because tier. of what he set it up. Because he actually had a stage. Yeah, because so like when we do the roast, you can't have the left and the right seats. Right, you yeah. can't, you can't sure. do that. Yeah, so That's cool. Yeah, it was good. I mean, I had a great time. Mm-hmm. He's huge on Instagram. Yeah. So his followers got mm-hmm. me followers. So now I noticed overnight. Yeah. I got 50 new followers. Holy crap. That, I was like, like that, I thought I was spammed. Though. I was like, eh. That like doubled your followers. So I got 100 now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's going. Good, it's going. No, but it was a great time. And then Friday was, uh, what was Friday? Friday was another show. Oh, Broken Cauldron. Uh-huh. That was fun. Yeah, I saw some of your Instagram hecklers. videos on that. It looked like, uh, looked like some people were having a rough time getting through. Towards the end. Yeah. Towards, towards the end. end. You went up early, though. I went up early. Ah. I, got, I got the gist. So you got them while they were attentive. Yeah. yeah. And then they just kind of faded out. They, yeah. got, dr- they got drunk fast there. Yeah. They I look like, like lightweights. Their beers are like 10% starting, like alcohol content. Yeah. They're heavy on the beer. So everyone's drinking like crazy. And then some guy bought beer for people. And 
I was like, oh, well, so so much for Jeff's set. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Jones, always funny, though. If people will stop being drunk and shut up and listen. And then uh, another comedian, he's an idiot. I, I don't want to mention his name because he's an idiot. Uh-huh. But um, so he had to take a shit, and the men's bathroom was locked. Right. So he went into the women's, uh-huh. but he didn't lock the door. Right. And one of the other female comedians uh-huh. opened the door on him. Uh-huh. And he was like in mid wipe and she saw everything and she screamed during somebody's set because the, the bathroom is just right out. There's no hiding. It's right. open the door and then you're right there on the stage. Mm-hmm. So she yelled and then they talked about it. he was super embarrassed and was making fun of him. And no, um, broke a couple of rules there. Yeah. Uh, Use the woman's bathroom. Yep. And not every bathroom in America right now is the any sex goes bathroom. No. Uh, didn't lock the door. That seems like one of those times you would make sure to lock the door. You didn't lock the door. And then she said that, he, that she goes uh, she gets on stage and she's like, who who wipes front to back? And he's like, well, I just, I just, he couldn't even explain it. It was like, you wipe front to back, man? <laughs> who? What? Who wipes front to back? Yeah, he goes like, he goes like. In and then he like wipes it. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, front. Like no, that's back, back to front. front. Back to yeah, front. Okay, yeah. I was gonna say yeah, uh, I wipe. Front. <laughs> no, back to front. Yeah, he's like oh, he's okay. like wiping it up towards his junk. What? What? Oh. And he admitted it. Oh. He's like, I just that's how I wipe, and everyone's like, what? Probably raised with a lot of sisters, I guess. No, because even no, then you don't do that because you don't cooch. move the poop towards the cooch. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, thank God I didn't have daughters, man. This would have been a whole issue. You don't cover the cave, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, I don't yeah. know, though. That seems like uh, seems awfully convenient. You know, that seems like the guy who goes like on an airplane, goes to the bathroom, and leaves the door open, uh, as they call it, fishing. You know? <laughs> Just, yeah, and now he's, yeah. he's going to be part of his set now. So. Oh, my gosh. So we'll hear about it. We'll hear about it. I don't even want to mention his name, but FM. <laughs> well, uh, I don't know if you noticed, but I'm looking better. I'm feeling healthier. Uh, you? you didn't mention it. You so. look better. Do I? I don't Do know. Do I? Not really. Yeah, I've been, I don't. <laughs> you look oh, the same man. to me. Really? You're like yeah. a girlfriend now. I'm like, oh. My clothes are fitting better. Have you uh, been have you been sticking to the diet? No, I bought bigger clothes. <laughs> I, I literally went out and bought everything a size up and man, life is so much easier. Oh, that's <laughs> <laughs> Like I was stressing cuz I realized now the problem was I was still trying to fit in clothes for a skinny person and now I got clothes for like a short fat person and I feel so much better about myself, you know. I don't like, think that's how dieting works. Oh, I'm not sure that's how dieting works, but I'll tell you this was a lot easier than dieting. Like, some of the things you wanted me to do were just ridiculous. Like, no waffle fries? Go fuck yourself. But seriously, dude. Have you had waffle fries? Why not just tell me no oxygen while you're at the it? The fact you try to make it sound like, do I look better? I'm like, I, I guess. I do. I look amazing. I do. Look, it's just, I it's got just room. flowing. Yeah, it's flowing. It's a, it's a step, uh, step down from a moo-moo. But oh, it's, for F's it's sake. Like, we got to fix this. Oh, I keep man. saying it every, every I'm week. I'm all about it. I'm all about you. You're telling me, yeah, I just, I don't want to go to the gym. And like, when I explain to you what I do when I go to the gym, when I spend like 30 minutes to an hour doing cardio just to, you know, warm up and then go do some weight machines. And you're like, no, dude, you're wasting your time doing cardio like that. That's not going to help you because you're not even burning fat at that point. Now on the rare occasions I've been like, I'm going to the gym. I think what you said, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to wait for Kermit. I didn't to tell me say not do. to do it. I'm just saying you got to push a little bit more. I don't know. 
I don't know. I just twisted my words. I want to do it right. I want to do it right. You are doing it right. You got to jump on, but you just got to go a little bit longer. Like how much longer? 10 minutes more than what you're doing. You're talking craziness. (laughs) You're talking craziness. How many minutes are you doing right now in the gym on whatever machine you're doing? Like I usually go in and I do uh, 35 to 40 on the elliptical. Okay. That's not bad. And then I go and I do the chest presses and everything. And then I spend my time in the ab zone. All right, you do it. Then stick to it. It hasn't. It hasn't done anything for me. But I mean, it's not gonna work overnight. No, I give it like three nights. <laughs> I give it a good three or four nights, and then what happens is on Mondays at my gym they give you the free pizza and you're back to square one. And you you take advantage of the free pizza. Well, if I don't eat it, someone else is going <laughs> to. Holy shit, dude! <laughs> Just seems like a waste of pizza. <laughs> am i am i not really but yeah i mean i got worse but still. i probably am your worst client because i've got all this advice from you and haven't paid you at you haven't all paid me and, so and officially we have not even done a workout no, session no so that's probably why no, we just talk about yeah. it so um yeah what happened with me this week oh um <laughs> isn't uh, that, shouldn't i ask that question yeah well you you didn't i was going to and then okay we'll, like, we'll back it up go what ahead what happened to you this weekend oh so glad you asked uh Amazing stuff. Been dealing with the uh, the the uh, the Florida Department of Education hunted me down like a dog. For what? I uh, I took a student loan out back in like nineteen ninety nine, two thousand five, two thousand five. I had a student loan, and the way student loans work is you take the loan and then you agree upon graduation to pay back a certain amount a month, or if you stop going to school. You have to start paying back. I am not that stupid. I know what a student. Well, for loan. people listening who maybe don't know the payment schedule because their parents paid for their okay, school, they had scholarships <laughs> or something like that, you know. So uh, what I did is I took out a loan, and it was a small loan. You know, What's was, a small loan? I think it was only like uh, like four grand or something. It was. I was going to Valencia. I was going to Valencia Community <laughs> College. I took out the loan for a semester. You know. Okay. But when I first went to college, I went to school on a theater scholarship, and then I blew that. Like, just didn't go to classes, only did what I wanted to do, and lost my scholarship. So I, I'm one of those stupid kids that had a chance for a full paid ride and screwed it up. And then I went back to college a couple of times, like, on my own dime. And, but this time around, I decided I was going to go back, but I didn't have any money, so I went and got the loan. So I go get the loan for, like, 4000 And then I do my first semester and get all A's, like, five classes, get my 4.0 for the semester. And then something came up in my life where I'm like, couldn't do school any longer again. Uh, so I started paying back the loan, but the way it had set up the payments was originally when I signed off, it was going to be like $37 a month for however long. So I'm sending in those $37 payments, and then one gets sent back to me, and they're like, oh, we don't know if you saw the contract. We increased it to $68 a month. At the time, I was young and stupid. I'm like, well, that wasn't our agreement. So here's your 37 Take it or leave it. And they uh, sent it back to me again. And I'm like, well, if you're not accepting my money, that means you don't want my money. And I figured I could just play that game, which apparently you can't, because when I went to get my tax return that year, they just kept my tax return. So for quite a few years, I didn't get a tax return. You're just realizing this shit now? Well, no, I knew this part. I knew this part. (laughs) But here's the thing. They took it for quite a few years. And since I was a bartender, a lot of my income was off the books. Right. I Whatever. I get checks. When you're in hospitality, you get checks at the end of the week that say this is not a check. That's how little you make. Okay. You know? So, um, yeah. Uh, and then one year, I got a tax return, and it actually came to me. And I was like, oh, well, I guess my loan's paid off. 
and it's been it like that. Like that. I thought it did. I <laughs> thought they took all the money back that they wanted. I feel so much smarter than you right now. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they took all the money back that they wanted because the IRS wrote me a note. Hey, your your blog got sent to this. I'm like, okay, whatever. And then uh, <laughs> the fact <laughs> no. you think money just disappears from fucking when you have a debt. What you mean? No, no, you're not listening to what I'm saying. My tax return. Yeah, yeah, I get that. That you like, get at the end of the year. Like, say you get two or three hundred dollars back. Yeah, and they kept taking. I out. was getting notes from the IRS saying you have a debt with the state of Florida. We went, we threw this towards. Yeah, your they're debt. throwing it towards. The... I'm like, okay, whatever, fine. Uh, and then one year I got a tax return, actual cash back. So I'm like, oh, I guess that's all paid off now. So it's been like six years that I've been getting tax returns every year. And then this year, I actually was the first year I claimed the kids. So my tax return was a little bit higher. And all of a sudden, the IRS is like, oh, hey, you're getting this much back. And then when I got it deposited in my account, it was short like $1,300. And I was like, what? The? So I called the IRS. They're like, all we know is you owed a state debt. And I'm like, where? Who? And they're like, we don't have that information. We got called the Office of Fiscal Responsibility. So I called them. They're like, no, we don't understand. So just on a long shot, I called the Florida Department of Education. They're like, oh, yeah, you still owed us like $1,250. So oh, we did. I'm like, but it's been like six years. Bro, that hurly cloud just follows <sighs> you, man. You know what it is? You know what it is? I think <laughs> that dark rain cloud loves coming at the right time when yeah. you feel good so, and you're happy. So, you know, I had stuff I wanted to do with my tax return. I had stuff I wanted to do for the kids with my tax return. So basically, I just told the kids, we're not doing what you guys wanted. because <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't work this year. They don't get nothing back. But, you know, the Florida Department of Education is like ex-girlfriend. You know, you're together. You fight. She messes with you. You leave. You don't hear from her. And just when your life's all back together, she comes busting down the door. I, I hear things are going well for you now. Yeah, I want my she cut. She take twelve. $1,200 away from you. They take everything from you. <laughs> they take everything. So that was my week, like hunting that down. But the funniest thing is between the IRS and the uh, the Office of Fiscal Responsibility or Bureau of Fiscal Responsibility, they could verify that money was taken out, but they neither one could tell me where it went. They're like, we, we don't have that information. I'm like, well, obviously you had some information. You had to send my money somewhere, right? So, but whatever. And, you know, so much for white privilege. So much for white privilege. This not you know, working out how, well co for how you. come you're taking my money yet we can't even see Trump's <laughs> tax returns? I'll put my returns out there, man. I, you can see my 3,500 in McDonald's charges last year. I don't care. I'm not proud of it. It's man, out there. That hurly cloud. Yeah, yeah. That famous dark cloud that you love. Yeah, that yeah. Loves following so you. that's it. Anything, no. anything else you got screwed over this week with? Nah, man. <laughs> uh, I I'm getting educated. With what? Like, uh, I heard about, have you ever heard this? Uh, manspreading. Like, I, I laughed. One of my friends posted I'm like, I think you meant mansplaining. I mansplained, mansplained to her <laughs> that she was messing up the word mansplaining by saying manspreading. Is that like a, like when gay guys spread their butt cheeks or something like that? No. Oh. No, no. why would you even go Sounds there? Sounds like that. Manspreading. Like... That would just be spreading, wouldn't it? Well, butt spreading? But spraying, with, I don't think sex, <laughs> I, don't I don't know. think your sexual preference would no, come I'm into horrible it. At it. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's apparently uh, because we don't we don't ride the public transportation. We don't have subways down here. But apparently, it's when as a man you're sitting, kind of like what I'm doing right now in your I'm, wonderful I'm, chair. I'm, I'm sitting. Yeah, you want to talk about the fucking chair situation? <laughs> Let's finish this before we get into the chair situation. But uh, it's when you when as a man you sit 
and you your legs V out. So you uh, so you're sitting like you, right you, now where you do well, crisscross my legs. You're crisscross, but it's oh, like you free ball, like you just airing out the yeah the goods. Yeah, and apparently this is a huge issue, like in uh, in Paris and England and America, New York. They're saying that uh, they're saying that on like public transportation that that's people it, there's actually signs up now in the subway like Wait, no man point? spreading no man spreading because when you have you seen subway seats they're like so narrow i've never been on a subway they're so narrow that if you like sit down think of like you've been on an airplane right yeah yeah okay so they're just as narrow as airplane okay. seats. but think of that and then the guy in the middle seat just sitting there with his legs oh with his legs like, open like like he's holding the seat like veed out so i guess it's infringing on their personal area here's the thing though as a man as a man try and sit with your knees together like try it but you get, you get a rash it you get a rash <laughs> it, it's crush it will crush your nuts it, it's uncomfortable as hell like like i get that you need to be, but maybe we shouldn't be maybe we shouldn't be shaming men for not wanting to squash their genitals maybe we need to be talking to the transportation department about doing something about this seat size is that is that the solution to this i don't know what maybe it is <laughs> but i know i wouldn't be able to sit like let's say you gotta hop on like a subway on the way home and you got like a 40 minute ride or something like that you're gonna sit like that crushing your nuts the whole way maybe they should install fans underneath the seats that blow into the people's balls dude do this try sitting with your just just try sitting with your knees touching legs in front of your knees touching I'm, 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 uh, it's uncomfortable, is it? I was gonna say I'm very comfortable. Are you really? You got but, small balls. Yeah, I know. You got like you got you like you got like. I, I hate to admit that this is very comfortable. Really? Right? <sighs> Especially in this wonderful chair. Stay. Oh, fuck you in your chair. So yeah, I didn't know that was a thing. Man spreading, and ah, uh, oh, seems like a stupid. Thing. I didn't. I don't mean. I don't ride freaking public transportation. So me neither. But God, like I, the, it, I googled it, and there's like videos of people assaulting people over it. Oh, getting in fights? Yeah. Oh, I need to see that now. Yeah, now you're interested. Now I'm interested. Now you're interested. Now I want to see like, someone fighting because they're airing out their nutsack. Yeah, yeah. That sounds good. It's not airing out your nutsack. It's like how I don't see as a guy how you can sit down and not have your legs like. I'm not talking about just being crazy like all over the place, but I mean just. I don't get it. <coughs> I don't get it. like I. I understand that I we're, like we're on this. Passion. I I just feel like we're on this this thing now where it's like I get it. Men are evil, especially middle aged white guys. I get it. I know my lot in life. You know what it is, man. You, be, to be middle aged and white right now, it's not a good time. <laughs> yeah, you guys. It's not. You guys are getting a bad rap. You, you know every what, other day. It, man? It feels like I walked into a restaurant, sat down before I ordered anything. The waitress came over with like a million dollar tab and just slapped it down on the table, and she's like, "Hey, that table of white guys over there said this is on you." And I'm like reading down, going, "Really? <laughs> this is all me now? Like they got to order, eat, and have all the fun, and uh, like the guys with the white powder wigs did great for themselves, and I'm just over here going." Hmm, trail of tears who ordered that that was expensive <laughs> like ooh, racism i don't think i would have got that as an appetizer i gotta pay for all of this and i didn't get none of this <laughs> i just find it funny that you're getting the shit in of this finally i know man <laughs> i feel like all the white old men before me just dying and dashed you got on what, my like ass. three more years of this of what being white and privileged yeah i don't know as soon as i get my aarp card everything bounces out because the <laughs> discounts kick in and then it's back oh this is my old man privilege i don't think that passes either man because old old racist guys old 
races men are getting. They shit gotta on die, too. man. They, they gotta, gotta die. die. That's they strong. Got, that's no. That's the only way it's gonna work. It's you gotta. You know, Tom Rhodes has said it before. He's like, he's like, we just need all the races to start breeding with each other till we're all the right shade of gray. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, that's the only thing that's gonna end it. He's like, Tom Rhodes is like, man, you gotta breed together till we're all the same same shade of gray, gray, and then we can you can hate the person for the person they are rather than the color of their skin. And he's like, isn't that what we want? I'm like, yeah, it sounds beautiful. Sounds beautiful. <laughs> yeah. So. Mm. I'm sorry, man. I guess I just want to hold on to my white privilege and my man-spreading ways a little bit longer. I guess. I feel like this yeah. should, you should be a campaigning for this. Mm. You know what I decided I need this week, too? A chair? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was supposed to have a chair this week, and I uh... uh, went to pick it up, and they had one in stock, and it was the one I wanted. And when I got there, uh, they didn't have it. And... Uh, <laughs> Mike's going to have spinal diffida before the end of this uh And look at you, just all comfy over it's there. It's so comfy. I'm over here on a freaking keyboard bench. <laughs> but I'll tell you. In the beginning, you're like, oh, this is so comfy. I was like, you sure? Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, what was my other options at this point, you know? Nothing really. Nothing really. Nothing really. I could stack the books you use when you're driving, but oh, you know. Cute. <laughs> cute. Yeah. Cute. Yeah. Did that come up at the roast? It's a no. car seat, asshole. Nice. <laughs> no, I decide what I need is I, I don't know. How do you feel about do you loan money to people? Sometimes. Sometimes. And I'm very like skeptical about doing it. Yeah. Why? Who'd you loan money to? Like everybody. And well, that's the problem. I have like people that I you don't have money to give to be giving that. I loans. don't. I don't. But the thing is, I usually have more money than the people I know. And true, but that's like half the the, the comedy community. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> uh, and you know, uh, Charlie Bowie, friend of ours, comedian. <laughs> Are you gonna blast? Wait, no, Charlie, no, no. Charlie, Charlie has money. Charlie. Well, you know why Charlie has money? No, because he doesn't loan anybody money. Oh, that's true. Like Charlie's told me before, he's like, man, uh, what I've learned when I was growing up is. N- you never loan anyone money. If you give someone money, you have to consider it a gift. And if you get it back, then that's a bonus. I'm like, well, that's how rich people live their lives. He's like, no, that's why I don't loan anyone money. I'm convinced Charlie's rich because I oh. see how he dresses. Really? Yes. Yeah, he's just got good taste. Who shows up everywhere in flip-flops? Charlie Booth. Exactly. Yeah. He's rich. Yeah. No. Shorts no. and flip-flops no. in the winter. No. Charlie's parents are rich. Charlie Making him rich. rich. <laughs> <laughs> Making him rich. I don't know. But um yeah so I did, I'm a I'm a soft touch with people that you know are You're close a sucker. to me I am and uh, what I hate though is when they come to you it's like deathbed need the money you know life and urgent and my kids and my this and you loan the money but then I'm one of those people like the few times I borrowed money I'm like dude this is when you'll get the money back I will be there this day with this money in hand and then I stick to that cuz I feel horrible I'm like here you go and fortunately you know as I've gotten older I haven't had to borrow money as much or ever you know I don't like doing it I will do anything not to have to borrow and uh I don't know why with the people you loan money to they come to you on like just begging and you're like all right I'll make it happen and I hate tracking down people who owe me money. I hate that. That's the worst part. To the point where there's some people that let it go so long that when you see them again, they're like, oh, I didn't pay that back. Like acting like they don't remember, you know. Or you see them out and about drinking and having fun and doing stuff, hanging out with all the other people that didn't loan them money. <laughs> <You> said, 
they post up photos of them at Disney and shit. Yeah. yeah. It's like, what? Yeah. Oh, you got money to be over here, but you don't have money? Oh, my cousin hooked me up, man. Yeah. Oh, just... uh, really? Really, no. man? So I've decided what I, I'm going to do is I'm no longer loaning money ever unless. Names. Unless, <laughs> unless I get an enforcer. An enforcer. I need an enforcer. Like in all the movies, like the loan sharks. Like, a loan the shark? like remember in Rocky, how yes. Rocky made extra money by going around going, hey, you know, I can't let you slide this week. You right. old big Tony. You know? Come on, Rock, don't break my fingers. Hey, next week I got to take a knee, you know? I don't know how it works. So if anyone out there is listening, if you can tell me how it works, like, do they get a percent of the debt that's owed to me? Like, do they ass. only get I'll paid? do it. Who is it? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I'll, send, I'll send. Will you? Yeah. Will you, what percent do you want? Let's negotiate this. Hmm. Like, how much of the debt? Because it needs to be one of those things. Like, unfortunately, it's like sales. You don't make money unless you make money for me. I will do it for ten percent. Ten percent. Yep. So that means if someone owes me, say, three hundred bucks. Yep. You're gonna do it for. You do the math. You're good at that. Thirty bucks. Yep. For thirty bucks, you're gonna go out and risk getting arrested. I'm not gonna something. get arrested. Why not? I got, I got karate students. I'll send the minions after him. So you haven't even taken your first job and you're outsourcing the yeah, work I'm I give you. Are you, you giving me? I'm the Miners man. do less time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Plus you got to admit, it's kind of embarrassing if you send one of those like 12 years old, 12 year olds into one of these guys work and be like, I'm here on behalf of Kermit. I don't owe Kermit no money. I don't He's think, here on behalf of Mike. I don't think anyone you gave money to has a job. So I'm assuming they're all broke comedians. Yeah. So how are we going to get... Not not all of them are comedians. Some of them are comedians or magicians. <laughs> comedians, magicians, entertainers from various. They're all entertainers. Of life. Yeah. They don't have a real job. For you yeah. Do. So I don't know. I because you don't that. have money. Yeah. Like I mean, I just find it weird that you can give a lot. How many loans you you got out right now? I did the math last night. I have about nine hundred and eighty dollars out on the streets, as they say. I got nine eighty on the streets. Split up with how many? Not people? making me money. About six different people. Six? Dude. Yeah. That's too much. It's way too much. I do one. And yeah. I was like, I want the money by the end of the week. Yeah. Yeah. I do one. And that's what I need to do. Do one. And then when someone else asks me money, I'm like, nah, I already got money out there. You can't just say no? Yeah. I, Mike, can I borrow some money? Yeah. Oh, you well, fucking you, pussy. No. Here's <laughs> the thing, man. Like, I've been, I'm very, very happy with where I'm at now. I'm not rich. But I take care of the kids and their mom. Mm -hmm. Bills are paid. Mm -hmm. Lights coming. When you're like me, you count your success by how long it's been since the electric's been shut off. You know, uh. and it's been quite a few years, my <laughs> friend. Like, like even even the uh, even the Florida Department of Education. I'm like, yeah, you coming at me now because you know I'm loaded. Jesus, but, yeah, they, yeah. That's... Let's try this again, Mike. Can I borrow some money? Yeah. No. <laughs> Just say no, man. No, man. There, see. No, man. No. Are we still friends? Yeah. See? It doesn't hurt. Mike, can I borrow some money? No. There you go. Yay! There I'm, you learning. Go. See? I'm learning. See? Jesus, man. Yeah. You're not an asshole to say no to somebody. Well, can I just like... How much money do you give the homeless people when they ask you? You know the funny thing? Up until like uh, two or three months ago, like every time I saw I want at least a buck or two. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. And like, I think you saw when we were at other bar last night, I'm like, I'm done with this guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You said no to him. Yeah. Because here's the thing: if you come up to me with a story, I'm good. <laughs> if you come up just being aggressive, like, give me, a, give me a dollar. No. Have you bumped <laughs> into the guy that uh, that wants you to give him twenty dollars and kick him in his balls? I have not. There's a guy downtown. He has a sign. He goes, 
kick me in my balls for $20. Yeah, it's probably he, a girl that's fooling you all. No, he's a dude. <laughs> Trust me on that one. Are you sure you yes. kicked a couple of times? I wanted to do it last night. Oh, because every, everyone was like, we should do it. He was asking like, all the comedians. Yeah. And I was like, I wonder if you'd do it for five. Mm. But we didn't do it because, you know, I think. That, at the end of the day, it's wrong. It, at the end of the day, it's wrong. Yeah. And then everyone was like, Kermit, go do it. Go yeah. kick him in his balls. I was like, I might explode his ball mm-hmm. <laughs> if I kick him in there. Right. So I didn't do it. Yeah. I wanted to. Yeah. No, actually, uh, Baby's Mama actually uh, made up all these little, like, uh, bags, Ziploc baggies full of, like, snack bars and stuff and, like, bottles of water. I think it's a money to give out to homeless people. Well, it kind (laughs) of is because where did she get the money to buy all those? You know, when you total up everything in there, I think I'm giving more than two bucks every (laughs) one of these bags. But now when we pull up at a corner, if someone's got, like, a... Will work for food. But I was hanging out with uh, Marcus Crespo one night after I opened mic. We were walking back to my car, and there was a homeless guy. He was like, hey, you guys got money? You got money? You got money? And I'm like, no, man, I don't have any cash. But I had one of those little bags in the car. So I'm like, but here, man, I got something for you. He's like, I'm just trying to get something to eat, man. I'm just trying to get something to eat. So I pull him out, like, this bag, and it's got, like, the snack bars and everything else. Like, you know, six or seven different edible things and then the bottle of water and he's like man i don't want none of that and it's like well i guess you're not i guess you're not <laughs> fucking what, hungry that's what you get kind of yeah <laughs> being nice yeah <laughs> i don't want that shit i don't <laughs> want that shit yeah like <laughs> makes me laugh yeah i told you about the guy down at lake eola before right no i had gone to i think it was paninos at the time that pizza shop right by sack comedy club okay on orange still there yeah, they changed the name to stuff oh. like Vera Fours or something. But, um, you know, they had a special where it was like two slices of pizza and, uh, you know, a beverage. And they're the big New York style slices. So I got like the special, got a piece, took the other piece to go, uh, filled up my Coke, and I was walking down to my car. I was parked down by Lake Eola. This was November. It was pretty cold out. I see this guy with his shopping cart down by the little fountain. He's got no sweatshirt on. He's huddled over there. So I'm like, man, I'm probably not even going to eat this. It's probably going to go in the trash. But I go down to him. I'm like, hey, man, they gave me too much pizza. Do you want it? He's like, oh, God bless you. And I hand him the, you know, my filled up Coke. And yeah, I didn't change straws or nothing, but whatever. You know, I figured that it's good. And he's like, God bless you. And I walk away and I hear behind me, is this fucking pepperoni? <laughs> and I turn around. I turn around and he's like, I hate pepperoni. And he threw the whole piece in the fucking bush. <laughs> and it's, it's like, dude. I was pissed because I've been to parties where it's like, I don't like onions on my pizza. And you know what I do? I pick off the fucking onions. It's not a big fucking deal. And like, <laughs> I told my buddy about it. He's like, well, apparently beggars can be choosers. And I'm like, it, no. So, yeah, man, what you do? You try, you get you try to nice. I'm done. <laughs> Remember last week, the old man that took me for like five bucks? Yep. I'm done. And a cloud. I'm fucking done, dude. Really? And now the IRS is coming after me for money. I should give him the old man's name. Go get five <laughs> from him. He fucking owes me. <laughs> this shit pepperoni. I'm a vegan dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Threw it in the. <laughs> 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 That's what you get. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. But oh well, man. I don't know. Hey, you hear about the uh, dog? I knew this was gonna hit close to home for you. The dog no, that no. Wait, died. No, did no, you hear about it? No, I don't want to hear anything. The dog bad. that died on the United what? flight. Uh, you didn't hear about that? Yeah, some dumbass human put it in the fucking storage. It wasn't just up. some dumbass human. It was the flight attendant. A dumb human. Like, but they had him in. Like, do you have dog carriers for your dogs? Yeah, the girl does. My dog doesn't fit in it. She's too big. But oh, okay. Yeah, it was like one of those approved. 
you know, flying transport How do you things. not know the damn animal in there? No, I think they knew. And they put in the up and it's... Wait, yeah. but what, 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 what about the owners? They're fucking dumb, too. Dude, have you been on an airline lately? Yes. It's got nothing to do with being dumb. Once yes, it does. Once you're up there... Once you're up there flying, the littlest thing you do turns you into a felon nowadays, man. You argue, you do anything, all of a sudden you're getting yanked off planes. There's people getting yanked off planes just for... Where was this? This was, uh, this was in the U.S., man. So you're telling me you're going to grab my dog and put it in, in the storage, uh, overhead storage and be like, oh. It was in one of those little bags that's approved to fit under the seat in front of you, which is the uh, traveling guidelines, I guess it has Underneath to be. the seats or above the seat? Underneath the seat in front of you. Yeah. And I don't know why, but they decide maybe they it was, it they're like, oh, no, that has to go into the overhead. Um, yeah. So The, the and owners the, and the flight attendant are freaking idiots. Yeah, but I'm, the owners are even more dumb for allowing it for yeah. being up there for On even a more like ten from minutes. Houston to New York's LaGuardia Airport. Yeah, see, they're stupid. Mm-hmm. They're stupid. I don't know, man. They won't get arrested or anything. Who cares? Something's got to happen. No, they're not. You, they won't get arrested, but you, united, united in their defense is taking full responsibility. But what's that mean? Well, you the know? family will probably soon get some money. But the family is just as stupid. The policy for onboard pets is a pet traveling in cabin must be carried in an approved hard-sided or soft-sided kennel. The kennel must fit completely under the seat in front of the customer and remain there at all times. Yeah. So by putting it up there, they went up against their own policy. They because they already the said, damn thing. Yeah, they already said it was an approved kennel thing. But yeah, I mean, at least if you have to do that, if you have to go overhead, then you leave... Well, I guess it's a safety thing to leave that open, but I'd rather leave it open and have the chance of a bag falling out than suffocate an animal, you know? <laughs> you Bam. The, you I'm had to do the, the, the thunder stomp on I that? I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know I was going to do that. Well, luckily, they don't have kids. They'll put their damn baby up there, too, when they're at it. Well, see, that's why you and I have talked before, and you said, oh, my dogs are like my kids. And I'm like, no, because if you leave your dogs alone all day, you just got to clean up a mess when you get home. If I leave my kids home alone all day i gotta deal with the dcf yeah, yeah. if this was a baby in the overhead then hmm. the flight of town will still be a stupid asshole <laughs> <laughs> yeah man i was just sad i didn't mean to bring you down but you didn't bring me down like, just, i know how much I you hate love people. dogs and god they're so yeah. stupid i just hate them yeah yeah i yeah. hate them all i'm sorry man <laughs> i'm sorry so um yeah i was uh I saw this online the other day. They were talking about uh, the uh, the worst way you've been fired or quit. Ooh, ooh. So the worst the worst job you ever. Do you have a job that you just walked away from? Like I know you were Best Buy employee of the century at one I point. I quit on Best Buy, but not like in an epic way. I quit on their worst. I, I screwed Best Buy over. What'd you do? I quit on Black Friday. Wow. Like on? Did you show up or like, did you just so, not go in? I was supposed to work Black Friday. I just didn't go in. Mm-hmm. And they're like, where are you? I was like, yeah, I quit. Yeah, <laughs> send me my check. <laughs> yeah, just send me my check. And they're like, what the? And that was it. That, so it wasn't really, I just didn't care. I, I had it planned out. It yeah. was me and like three other guys. We quit. You all quit on Black Friday? Yeah, we oh. had it all planned out. I can't even blame you, man. Because <laughs> I've seen videos of Black Friday and retail. You probably, one of you would have been dead probably from a, especially you. <laughs> me against Stampede. Yeah, my Stampede. It's craziness, man. I don't blame you at all. Yeah, no, yeah. I quit. I think most of my jobs that I quit, uh, I don't remember a single job I quit and gave like, here's my two weeks notice because uh, number one, Florida is a right to work state. You know, they have a right to terminate you. You have a right to quit whenever you want. But number two, from my experience, especially in hospitality, 
anytime I've seen someone give two weeks, then all of a sudden their hours start getting cut. They're not getting the good shift. So it's like you try to do the right thing and give them notice that you're leaving. And in return, they screw you. They fucking screw you. Yeah. So it's kind of like, uh, yeah, I'll, you'll just know I'm not coming in anymore. Plus, it's easy in hospitality because, like I said, your paycheck is usually nothing anyways. So it's not like, oh, I'm worried about getting my last check. No, nah, dude. You can make your tips right up until the night you leave, and that's it. I I know my buddy. He did pretty epic quitting. Did he? Yeah, he was at Best Buy, mm-hmm. and he took a dump uh, behind like one of the displays of the TVs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, oh. and he just left it there. He just took a huge shit. I think wow. he put it in he shit in a cup and then he put the cup <laughs> behind the TV. Jesus. And uh quit. And wow. we couldn't find it. We couldn't there I was knew a stench he, coming from I somewhere. knew he did it. But oh. I didn't want to tell people where it was at. Yeah. And the whole place smelled like shit for the whole oh. day until somebody f- discovered it. Oh. And uh that's pretty funny. No, that's not. That's disgusting, actually. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. It's ridiculous. I mean, this is coming from a guy that used to like throw people's lunches away. So Yeah. I was I was a horrible person. Yeah, you seem it. <laughs> no, man. I don't I don't know. I've worked I've worked restaurants where it's on the other side of things, uh, where you show up for work. If you're in a restaurant and you start running out of a lot of stuff and you're telling your managers like Hey man, you know we we're out of napkins. Oh yeah, yeah, we're we're gonna get some of those in on Tuesday. Okay. Hey man, we haven't had like Coke in like two weeks. Yeah, no, we got a shipment coming in. Hey man, we don't have French fries. No, no, they're on order. Because what restaurants will do is even when management knows that they're going bankrupt or closing or whatever else, they won't give the staff a heads up because then people will start looking for other jobs and not showing up for shifts and not making money in those last days. So what they'll do is, and more often than not, if you've talked to anyone in hospitality, someone will have a story like this. You worked Saturday, Sunday night, and you come in for your shift Tuesday, and the doors are chained with notices on the door. What the hell restaurant are you working at? Uh, just about any restaurant. I guess I always work for, like, name. Uh, me too, man. I, worked, me for too. Na- I like, worked for names. I've worked for mom and pops, man. It's you gotta remember, even if you're a brand or a chain, Benigans? a lot of these are franchises. I had a buddy working for Benigans <laughs> here in Orlando, man. And they don't they don't mess around. Like even even the GMs a lot of time of the restaurant don't know because then the GMs aren't showing up. But if you're in a restaurant, you know you're running out of things and no one's too urgent to restock. Like literally, you can be open Sunday and chains on the door Monday. So, yeah, employers in Florida aren't always the best with, you know. It, that's why I never felt bad about leaving. I mean, like I worked at Chuck E. Cheese and Best Buy, so. Did you? That's two uh, major kind of. Yeah, there's a couple of jobs I regret leaving. Like, uh, I didn't know how good I had it when I worked at Disney right after college because okay. I was in the entertainment department. And after three months, I had, like, better insurance than I ever had. The hell were you doing at Disney? Had. Entertainment. What do you mean entertainment? Like you're dressed as one of the characters? Entertainment. What character were you dressed up as? <laughs> I portrayed several of Disney's finer characters. Well, shoot it out. It's not like they're going to come looking for you. Like no, of course not. Uh, I was, uh, I was uh, the best Buzz Lightyear they've ever had. <laughs> uh, Keep going. I was Eeyore. I was... <laughs> you know what? Eeyore makes 1,000% sense for you. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Cause the shit just back when I was back when I back when I was Eeyore, Eeyore was a chore because I was a happy be, outgoing. You person. should be Eeyore now. I'll t- I'll <laughs> tell you what, Eeyore was the best you could be if you were hungover. <laughs> like I would go to 
what is now Disney Springs. It used to be Pleasure Island, cast yep. member night. Pleasure Island. And, oh, we would drink, employ, we'd just get crazy, you know? And then, like, the next morning, I'd have, like, an 8 a.m. Eeyore shift. And I didn't mind at all. Because I, like, as long as I got there okay, I was He's good. amazing. Because I would stumbling. crawl into that, and I'd come walking out. And, like, kids would be like, oh, Eeyore. And you don't have to be, like, Tigger bouncing off the walls or shit. You're just, like, dragging ass. Like, literally dragging <laughs> ass. And you get out there, and if the sun's too bright, you just take your big ears, and you put them over your eyes. And people are like, oh, Eeyore's shy. I'm like, no, Eeyore's fucking hungover. That's hilarious. <laughs> and, but from their perspective, he's, like, doing this bashful thing. And the head is so big, you can puke a little bit in it. And it ain't oh, you puked you. in a suit? Yeah. Uh, Dude, you, you can't go offset. Eeyore smells funny. Yeah, he smells like a donkey. <laughs> Why does Eeyore smell like daddy after his bowling league night? <laughs> That's what Jaeger and donkey smell like. <laughs> <laughs> He's talking. <laughs> but um, it's it's funny. I was Rafiki, and I'm the reason that you're no longer allowed to carry a staff as Rafiki. What do you mean? What'd you do? Well, Rafiki used to have the staff with the little coconut. If people were being jerks, I'd bop them on the head with the staff. And apparently that's problem? frowned upon. Dude, characters get mistreated like crazy over there. Like when I was. Because assholes like you are in there bumping kids on the head with a no, staff. No, no, man. When I was Pluto, they actually taught us self defense as Pluto. <laughs> because that's a big fiberglass snout right there. Okay. So you get people coming up all the time, and like they're usually teenagers and up trying to look cool, and they'll come up, pose for a picture, and they'll be like, they'll yank on your tongue, because Pluto has the tongue hanging, hanging out, out, and that thing's strapped to your head. I mean, that's your neck they're yanking down, or you'll get the asshole knocking on, like they give you an air conditioner in there, you know, which they don't, you know, you get an air conditioner. Uh, my first day, the guy who taught me to do Pluto, uh, you put your hands in the costume, and you also got to put these pads over your hands to give you like the three fingers like right. women he's like don't, don't put your hand in that put the pad in there put your hand underneath so now it's just a thin level of the fur between your hand and their shoulder and if you got a kid that's acting like a dick you can vulcan neck pinch pinch vulcan neck pinch like i did you too. were you were sh <laughs> i did too they'd be like mommy pluto pinch my neck and the parents are like pluto wouldn't do that you must be mistaken but you're inside going fuck yeah i did what you gonna do yeah you're horrible bro i'm not horrible they deserved it man <laughs> they deserved it uh if you're working with a good photographer if you're working with a good photographer then a lot of times if you get like a real jerk off and he's standing next to you uh you can raise your ear and cock your head to the left and like i said that's all fiberglass you can do some damage and a good photographer will notice and be like, oh, Pluto, did you hear Mickey calling? <laughs> and you're like, oh, that's, that's oh, funny. So yeah. you guys had a pact on how to smack people around. Dude, it's all self-defense, man. <laughs> it's all self-defense. Self I never, never, it was all. And uh, Rafiki was fun because if I was hung over and got Rafiki, what I would do is I would just cross my legs, sit down, and pretend like you're I was meditating. meditating. <laughs> yeah. So what, you're Eeyore, Tigger, Rafiki. Pluto. I was Eeyore, Tigger, Rafiki, Pluto, and... Uh, Buzz Lightyear. And Buzz Lightyear. No, I wasn't Tigger. I'm sorry. I don't know why oh. I said that. I'm too short to be Tigger. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's funny because for years afterwards, like, all you do when you're in character or fur, as we call it, yeah, like, you refer to everybody by their height. So you're not like, man, how tall is that girl? Oh, she's like 5'3". You you're like, right? she's like chipmunk height. I'm yeah. not chipmunk height. 
No. No? Oh, oh girls that play chipmunks, they're crazy, dude. They're wild. They're freaks. <laughs> you always... Freaks. Yeah, they're like petite. <laughs> freaks and the, suits. They're petite, and then when someone's like, man, I'm going out with that chipmunk from breakfast dine, and you're like, wow, good for you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think Pluto's the most average height character they got over there. It's how many, like, how many years he did that for? Oh, man. About a year and a half, And then years. they fired you when you started smacking kids with the, with the staff? No. No, actually. And the thing was, it was great insurance. And I remember I was, I was young, and there were like 40-year-old guys and characters who had like day jobs. I'm like, why are you even here, man? You're so old. And they're like, uh, because the insurance is great. And I'm like, whatever. And like, <laughs> then you realize, holy shit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I have a video. My buddy used to play uh, Chippendale. Yeah. And he has a video of of them in character. And it's him and Chippendale mm-hmm. and Mickey Mouse. And they're jumping mm-hmm. uh, one of the characters. Like, they're jumping Tigger, like beating him up yeah. in the locker room. Yeah. I was like, dude, you're going to play? He's like, I'll never post this. No. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, when I was there, too, nobody had phones with cameras on them and everything else. And uh, so there was a lot of stuff you weren't allowed to do anyway. But, you know, it wasn't as easy. You couldn't take a video or anything. But um, my buddy and I, we did Buzz Lightyear and Woody together. And the way we worked out for getting through mobs is he would press on my back because I had little, you know, as the Buzz wings. Lightyear. Yeah, well, he pressed that button, and I would start doing this, like, karate chop motion, <laughs> and we just walk through a mob of people. And it's funny because uh, we got ran up for that several times. And now if you go, you see people doing it all the time. I'm like, someone owes me money for nah. that. Uh, also, we used to come out on set, and he would do this thing where he put rabbit ears behind me, and the kids would laugh, and I'd look around, and he'd be, like, hiding like he didn't do anything. We got ran up for that Why? because... Well, you learn when you work for Disney, different hand signals in different cultures mean different things. So different things are offensive. Like this can mean something else. So they didn't want to offend anyone. So we got ran up for it several times. Isn't that just a peace sign? That That's what it is in our culture. But in other cultures, I forget which one specifically. It's, um, <laughs> it means wipe your ass. Yeah, something, something like that. So um, we got ran up several times. But then when Toy Story 2 came out, the cover of Toy Story 2 was literally Woody behind Buzz giving him Oh, rabbies. you're taking credit for that? I'm just saying, I have Bullshit. the. I, I will stand by this statement right now. Okay. I will stand by this statement right now. <laughs> Disney can pull up my work record. They can see my write-ups, and if you can prove to me that that cover came out before I got ran up, then I concede. But until uh, then, my friend, I think someone needs to clear my history over it. Okay. Yep. One hundred percent. And with that said, I think we're going to wrap this shit up because that's horse shit. It's not horse shit. <laughs> it's not. When someone pointing like that, you think they're they're claiming on E.T.? Like, oh, I did that shit first. Dude, I can't discuss E.T., although I did play E.T. in high school during the band marching games. However, I don't claim I did anything that created E.T. I will say, however, that I got written up with my partner for doing the peace sign. And then, you know, when Toy Story 2 came out, that was the cover photo. I'm just saying someone owes me. I'm saying it's a big coincidence, and someone owes me an apology. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that's going to wrap up with this episode of Ligatory Podcast with Kermit and Mike. <laughs> Check us out. We're on iTunes. We're on uh, Spotify now. It's still Spotify? pending. It's uh, still pending. That thing's taking forever. But whatever. Go to iTunes or go yeah. to Podbean, and on there you'll see our links for our websites and all our personal stuff. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, whatever. See us out at a show. You anywhere this weekend? Nope. Hmm. I'm nowhere this weekend. I got a I got a nice relaxed week. 
Nice. Um, no comedy, but editing. Stuff to do. Yeah. Stuff to do. So. All right, man. All, All right, right, man. We'll talk to you soon. Later. Bye.